Hello everyone, welcome back to this exploring conversation between Greg and myself, Mary Daphne. How are you doing today, Greg? I'm doing quite well. Yeah, I'm excited for our topic. Yeah, me too. It's, um, it's one of these topics where we're gonna go a little bit in depth with the phrase, please let me know when making a request. Okay. So this would be the, the sort of little thing that you add, the phrase that you would add either to the start or end of uh, a sentence, something that you're asking someone for. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So for example, uh, please let me know if you can pick up some broccoli on the way home. Got it. Right. Or, or something like, um, I have, uh, I have an appointment today. Um, please let me know if you can do this at another time. Right. right. So the reason we're not a fan of that phraseology is because it kind of comes off as a little bit aggressive and a little bit pushy. And, you know, it's like not really taking into account or consideration what they might, their time commitments, their, um, you know, other things going on in their life. It just mm. seems a little bit forward and too direct. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's kind of like demanding information from the person. Yeah. When the typically the phrase already implies that you're looking uh, for an answer from them. Right. 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 Um, and so I think it's one of those things where if you needed to add the please let me know, you might not have phrased the request or question uh in the best way to right. begin with, right? If you need to add that sort of demand of clarification, then it suggests that um, maybe you could have phrased it more clearly so that you didn't need to add it, right? right. I think that the best, the best kind of requests come off um, in, in a way where you don't have to demand the answer, the, the, the answer is yeah. sort of implied. Right, exactly. And you already kind of know what, how are they gonna answer as well, right? You kind of read the room, you, you feel out the situation and you know whether to ask that of them or not, mm. right? Like if you know, for example, that um, let's say I'm asking Greg to pick up some broccoli sprouts on the way back from work, but I know that he's really busy today and I know that, you know, maybe he had a really intense day, that might not be the best thing to ask, right, <laughs> for him to pick up on the way back from work because he might not be in the in the zone for that. and that's something that I have to respect, right, as a person asking the question. Yeah. Whereas contrast that with somebody who is already at the farmer's market and they have some time on their hands and they're just perusing and they're looking around, then you could probably ask that and and get a, a an affirmative answer as a response. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you ask the question, so the way I would ask that question yeah. is, um, would you mind picking up some broccoli? Right now, if I say, "Would you mind picking up some broccoli?" and then I say, "Please let me know," <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like um, it just feels pushy. Yeah, right? it's... I, I was already. If you had just said, "Would you mind picking up some broccoli?" I'll let you know. Yeah, right. I, I don't need you to to then layer on another demand. Right. It turns what is a polite request into a pushy request. Right. I would it say. gets a little pushy. So let's talk about now in the face-to-face -face communication setting with that phrase, please let me know, and email. Mm. So I see this a lot in emails, right? Please let me know, period. Um, something probably better to that 
would be, you know, something like keep me in the loop, keep me posted. It's a little bit less, you know, pushy. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I find that um, the more specific you can be with your language, yeah. the better off you are, particularly when you make a request. Because the more general your language is, yeah. the more demanding demanding it becomes. Yeah. It, it basically says, I'm too lazy to get specific. Mm. I'm just going to put a general request and, and, and emphasize the fact that I want you to do something for That's me. That's a very good point. Right? When, yeah. you're, when you're specific with your language, yeah. it shows that you really have thought through this request. Yeah. Um, and maybe the person you're requesting it from is particularly well suited yeah. to helping. Right. Right? So I think the more specific your language is, mm -hmm. um, the more polite it is because it just shows that you, you, you put more thought into the request. Right. And that you're taking care not to be you know, overly demanding or um, combative, maybe not so much, but pushy, right? Yeah, or domineering. Yeah, that's right? a good one. Uh, trying to, trying to um, assert your, your authority right. uh, in a way that might not be appropriate for the dynamic that you have. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's also very good for um, in person as well, like being more specific. Uh, for email, 100%, because there's so much that gets lost in, you know, the in-between, right? Trying to read between the lines and infer meaning in an email when we ha have the lack of the nonverbal communication and the paralinguistics. But with a face-to-face -face setting, we should also try to be as specific as we can, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was thinking about it. So... One way to, to sort of uh, drive home what we're talking about in terms of specific versus broad. Yeah. Please let me know is very broad, right? Now, one way this is wordy, but I think it helps illustrate what we're discussing here. Yeah. You could say, please let me know because I know you have a busy schedule today and I don't want to interfere with family time. Right. Right. That's a good one. So that way, mm -hmm. that way you're, you're sort of expanding on why uh, you uh, you want some confirmation on whether they're able to do it or not uh, because yeah. you care about you know not not overly impacting their day right, right? so the point is you're showing some thought uh, and and care yeah. for the request Definitely. whereas if you just leave it at please let me know yeah it's just I don't know it's just it's so vague and broad that uh, it seems demanding Definitely, yeah. And again, you're more likely to get an affirmative answer if you go through these steps, right? You may be thinking, oh, why do I even have to be specific? Why do I have to think about how their day is going, read the room, get a sense of what, you know, their response might be? Well, mm -hmm. it's because you want to get that affirmative response. Otherwise, you wouldn't be asking in the first place, right? Yeah. So we do have to do the heavy lifting ahead of time in order to get the answer that we want. And believe it or not, this is a way of being persuasive, right? This is a type of persuasive communication tactic because you want somebody to do something or help you with something. You want to get an affirmative, positive response, right? So. And not only do you want the affirmative, this is another important aspect of it. Yeah. Not only do you want the affirmative response, you want them to feel good about doing the task. Because there's there's a difference between a begrudging fulfillment yeah. of a task right. and a you know uh, what's it, an enthusiastic fulfillment yeah. of the task, right? Yeah, for sure. The begrudging fulfillment, they might do it, they might not do a good job though, or they might only do it partially. Yeah, and they might like resent you for it. They might resent and you. Then, yeah, it's just not comfortable. You know. 
Whereas if you can phrase something in a way where they're excited to help you, they're enthusiastic about it, um, you're gonna get a much better result. Uh, not only do you get the result, you get a much better result. 100%. Um, so it, like you're saying, it totally pays to put the time in uh, on the front end to sort of, to, to really put effort and thought into how you phrase the request. Yeah. So when the next time you ask, um, if you think about something that you need, like instead of saying, you know, something like, do you have any um, do you have any moving companies in mind or do you know of any moving companies? Mm. If you do, please let me know, right? Yes, it's specific in some ways because you're telling them what you need, but it's not as kind of a request and you're it's not as well thought out. And that's why we gave that phrase in the um, previous week about if you happen to. Yeah. Because that really like alleviates the pressure for having to scramble to find some information for you. It's if you happen to stumble across something or if you happen to already know or have already used that service. Yeah, you position it sort of as a hypothetical, yeah. right? That's optional uh, as opposed to a demand that must be fulfilled. Right. Yeah. yeah. So these are all, like you know, a few little nuances to keep in mind that makes our communication that much better that much clearer, that much more effective. And, you know, you don't have to be verbose about it. You can be as concise as possible. In fact, um, it's better when you're trying to persuade something of something to be more concise. Um, but that way you really get to the point of something. Yeah, yeah. I think the more thought you put into it, the more concise you're able to be. Yeah. Um, because you know exactly what you want and you phrase it accordingly. <laughs> so try that next time. Let us know how it goes for you. And I think, you know, it's a, it's a good one to have in your toolkit. Yeah, very handy for, uh, you know, getting a desired outcome. So definitely worth investing in. That's right. All right. We'll All see right. you next time. Happy exploring.